You gotta make a reservation. It's very difficult to get in. Well, it's okay. I'll use the service entrance. I'll see you at nine. Welcome and bienvenidos to another episode of Service Entrance, people. I am Boomer and I'm Pixie. Hola, hola, Pixie. <laughs> hola. For those of you unfamiliar with the show, surprising, maybe just jumping in, this podcast is for and about the gritty, underpaid, underprivileged service industry workers of the world. Unite. Even though we're not one technically. Clearly we've made wrong turns in our lives because we've ended up here in jobs where no matter our talent, our art, our skills, we deal with the infamous Karens and Florida men. Florida men. And Mr. and Mrs. Von Uppity on a daily basis. That's right. Every day we walk through the parking lot of broken dreams and enter through that specially marked door. You know the one. The service entrance door. Yavol. <laughs> if you're interested in listening and sharing in the war stories of the, the industry, or if you're curious as to what us, the help, formerly, are thinking we are going to share with you stories of the strange, shocking, and hilarious... Because laughing is the only way we know how to make it through, Picks. <laughs> Absolutely. This industry is one that we come to truly love. And although you will hear horror stories and rants and bitching that we have to work at work. Not anymore. Well, <laughs> we kid because we care. There's nothing we would rather be doing except maybe... This here podcast. Correct, Amundo. That being said, we do not speak for any companies or brands. All information, opinions, and views expressed on this podcast do not represent those of our employers. If we had one, this is for comedic <laughs> purposes only, folks. Disclaimer, disclaimer, hold harmless, hold harmless. Also, please do us a favor. If we are not for you, listen anyway. Hate listen, rage listen, binge listen, heckle us, because we know that the only thing better than a good horror movie is a terrible fucking horror movie, and what better thing to do than to yell at two unemployed assholes talking on the pod. Just push play and walk away at that point, is what we're trying to tell you. (laughs) One last disclaimer, this podcast, much like the industries that we cover, comes with some spicy fucking language. Muy caliente. You have been forewarned. Fuego. Remember, share, like, rate, and review. Five stars. One, two, three, four, five stars. Cinco. Cinco stars. Leave words wherever you are listening. And now more than ever, you can personally help this show by sponsoring, by becoming a producer of the show. Go to patreon.com slash service entrance people. We need it. If that's too much for you and you don't want to make the full commitment, you just want to do a one-time donation, go to we PayPal at service entrance peeps and be a peep. But above all things, yes. if you don't have any money like us, you can send us your stories at service entrance people at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Facebook at service entrance people podcast or you can DM us at service entrance people pod tell us your stories tell us what happened to you on your shift in your customer service world it's absolutely free and you help the show you do if you don't want to type things because that's fucking bullshit you can leave us a voicemail 854-345-7721 we don't answer it it just goes straight through Whatever phone is attached to that, I'm pretty sure is dead and sitting in the bottom of one of my drawers. <laughs> so, yeah, just uh, tell us stories about the craziness that has engulfed you and enrich your lives, our lives, and the lives of hundreds of thousands of people across the world. Don't forget to check us out on TikTok. It's still terrible, but still 
Adorable? Adorably terrible. Terribly <laughs> adorable. TikTok at service entrance PPL. That's us. You can see our stupid faces. We actually try. As much as you like to bullshit that, Pixie, we actually do try. Oh, that's what makes it so sad. So sad. <laughs> That being said, let's lock the doors, crank up the tunes, get ready to spill some tea, sort of, this week, <laughs> and grab our Shifty of the Week, Pixelina. Yes. Why don't you go first? <laughs> I'll be drinking a palm sour. God, I'm like tripping over my own words. It's a fruited sour, 4.5 ABB from Southern Barrel. It's a kettle sour beer infused with pomegranate. Infused. It's so infused. Where are they from? Um, Bluffton. Bluffton, South Carolina. That is correct. Ooh. Um, not too sweet, not too sour, just right. Awesome. I myself am going to be uh, staying with the old Southern Barrel Brewing, and I'm going to have a low-down brown. It's oh. an, yeah, it's that day. Um, <laughs> it's an Imperial Brown Ale, 8 percentage ABV. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Caramel malts, uh, pie spice, molasses. Oh, sweet baby molasses. Sweet molasses. Hey, now. Well, good goddamn, Sugar Sam. Oh, that's a good drinking beer right there. I like that. It's not, you would think, for the brown and the eight ABV and all that. It's actually pretty light. It doesn't I dig it. put you on your ass? No. No. Oh, well, okay. not yet. I don't, fucking know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen later. We'll, we'll see you down there later. Jesus. <laughs> all right, Pixie. Uh, we got a lot. I, we got housekeeping. Housekeeping to get mm-hmm. to before we start everything. Okay? Okay. First things first, after the incident... The incident? Yes. What incident do you speak of? um, You and I getting shit canned. You and I have done a lot of things, one of which is going back and listening through old episodes. Yes. And one thing that you and I noted um, was how sick we are. (laughs) We're sick all the time. Like, totos los tiempos. Now, I know that I'm a sickly human being. Siempre. So it's kind of expected, but we didn't realize how much you got sick too well i'm in an industry where people touch things and they touch their mouths and cough a lot and chew things and so a lot of biohazard is around me plus so tourists plus you also did start hosting a podcast with me and you sit i don't know how far away is that like six feet Eight feet? Eight feet away? I don't know that's eight feet. I don't know. It's about six six yes, to eight feet. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Basically, you and I sit in the same room for a number of hours every week, and you breathe in my fucking disease. So I apologize if I'm getting you more oh, sick than oh, you normally do. we get to blame do. you? I like blaming you. I know you do. <laughs> that's that's why this is, this, <laughs> is, this is my mitzvah for the week. <laughs> uh, also... Thank you very much. We have a shit ton of folks tuning in after hearing again about all the uh, kerfuffle with the, you know. The firing? Yeah, yeah, all that. So we have gotten a bunch of uh, folks checking in and listening, maybe for the first time. So I do want to say first, thank you very much to those new listeners. I know uh, we've now penetrated Russia. Oh. And Iowa. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Why not? Yep. So in my head, 
Um, Jim Root is listening to us somewhere, and so thanks, Jim. Appreciate you. Fucking Slipknot, all that stuff. I don't know anything else from Iowa other than Field of Dreams. I will say this. Yes. For those who knew about the show mm-hmm. but are just now listening, where were you? Yeah, that's the other thing. That's, where you, the fuck were you? That's a really good point. So we've been doing this for a while. We, we have, have. We have. Are we've, we on season two? We are. It's 61, episode 61 today. Episode 61. Yeah. So we've let our friends, people we you know, know in, in passing or casually, I guess, uh, we've told them about the show. We've handed out bumper stickers and this is and that's and given links and shared all kinds of shit. And the fun thing is I am super, super obsessive about looking at our stats. Yeah. Because I actually can tell not quite like who's listening, but who's listening Mm -hmm. and where they're listening. Okay. So it's very funny to me that all the folks that were like, oh my God, I've been listening to your show. No, you haven't. Right. Now you are now and I appreciate it. I appreciate (laughs) it now. But just know I'm calling all of you out. I but see also, you, but I appreciate you not listening. You, if you just wanted us to get in trouble, you should have played us and played us loud. For real. In had, places you shouldn't. Had I known we were going to get the spike that we've gotten in listenership, which is legitimately amazing, like yeah. four times, mm-hmm. basically, uh, I would have gotten shit canned earlier. I would have had <laughs> I guess. Boomer dressed out on the corner in heels and a sash and tiara that with the manager anything. of the night. And, you know, no, nobody would have cared. It doesn't matter. I feel like people would have photographed local man stands on corner no, in Sash and Tiara they like wouldn't manager of the night. <laughs> Had I like punched a guest in the dick and then said, service centers people! <laughs> that maybe would have been a thing. What if I ran through the dining room as the, the what was it, like the food service night? Oh God, yes. <laughs> yes. In the McDonald's coat yes, of arms. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and just body check people. <laughs> I mean, again, unless you're yelling service entrance people and then you and, know, talking yeah. about that, then maybe. I don't With know. one of those um, horses that just has like the, the stuffed animal head and then the with stick the, between the, my pu- legs. Pu- the, oh, yeah. The coconuts. <laughs> yeah. The Monty Python. Monty Python, yeah. that shit. I still don't think that would have done as much as us getting fired. So. I think I'm going to make that my Halloween costume this year. The service night? Yeah, for there the next, the next be, upcoming 2024. I'll be manager of the night. Oh, that'd be rad. And be service night. <laughs> and we'll just kind of get a whole thing going there. That's fabulous. Also, Pixie, mm-hmm. apropos of, of nothing, mm-hmm. we are recording this episode on the 5th of December. It will be out on the 6th of December. Okay. So I would like to say, happy Krampusnacht. <laughs> To you and yours. Ew. That's right. It's there Krampus. Was it's Krampus. It's Krampus Eve. Okay. So please don't forget to leave a piece of fruit, maybe some schnapps for Krampus tonight, and maybe he won't drown your bad children and drag you off to hell. For no, he being beats so fucking them rotten. with a birch branch. Well, regardless, you. you but know. I'm pro beating children on. <laughs> Oh my God! I'm just kidding, eh, what guys. Do you have to lose? I am just At kidding. At this point, what do you Please, have to lose? For the love just of all things anything. holy, just take a joke. Comedy podcast for fuck's sake. Comedy podcast. Jesus, <laughs> don't all take right. anything I say seriously. It's so dangerous right now. Except for this. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so we are about to do episode sixty-one do of Service Entrance People. I do episode sixty-one of Service Entrance People is entitled. Can't get in trouble for this one. <laughs> Look at you sounding all like hey, 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 on that <laughs> one. 
So, um, yeah, we can't get in trouble for this one, Pixie. Well, I would hope I not. mean, we. I hope not. Yeah. So. It's all public knowledge. It is. It is very public knowledge. In fact, the way you and I have come across this very public knowledge is because you and I have had some time on our hands recently with nothing to do. Yep. And you're a true crime aficionado. I am as well. You are watching Dateline. I wouldn't say I'm aficionado. I just. A fan? I'm a fangirl. Okay. All right. I like the fangirl is, is it's not a pejorative anymore. It used to be like fanboy and fangirl. It used to be like, oh, you're fangirling out. But I, now it's like. Yeah, I enjoy it. I, I It's something I enjoy. I, I always felt like I would be a great detective. You've actually, there have been times where you absolutely have said things. And then weeks later, the things that you have said have, have come true. Like yeah. not like in a prognostication, but like in a detectiving, like, oh, I knew that that was going to happen because of that. Yeah, I have good deductive reasoning. You really do. It's It's, creepy sometimes, actually. It's very, very eerie (laughs) sometimes. Um, But so. That's actually what I went to college for. Was criminal justice really? Yeah, I didn't go for like any long amount of time, but for about a year. Yeah. No shit. Yes, I did. Huh? You learned uh-huh. something new. I was today years old. <laughs> okay. Uh, now I had I had visions of me being someone. Um, I actually wanted to go into forensics, but that's yeah, oh, wow. that is what I wanted. Every now and then, mm-hmm. when I'm at work, when I used to work doing like <laughs> when you were employed, when I used to be employed, and I was trying to figure something out. After the fact, you know, doing a yeah. forensics thing. I'm like, oh, man, I should totally, I could do. And then I think about what actually goes into forensically analyzing anything, especially like numbers or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. no, no fuck face. You can't. You can't do well, that. I'm fucked when it you, comes to numbers just because my dyslexia. But when it comes but to for like people and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah dude. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm not great, but I'm good. You again, you've surprised me on Thank a couple you. of instances. No, it's, it's you know. Ooh, high voice. Well played. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that was real. So (laughs) you had seen this episode on Dateline. Yes. And it was interesting for a couple of reasons. The first reason being the reason that you called me over. Yes. Which was, oh my God, you'll never believe what this bitch said. Yeah. Yeah. It was was pretty damning that um, there was a woman who called and she had just a fucking weird ask of a detective. Yeah. Yeah. It was was out there. You just just go, that's... No. It's just no. When you actually called me, yeah. I made you repeat it three separate times because I'm like, wait, 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 wait. First of all, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> Second of all, what is she asking? And third of all, what? Yeah, it's just, it was so stupid that it's almost one of those like, it's so stupid it can't be real. Right. But, but you're it, not being serious, right. right? Like nobody does this. This is a farce. Yeah, I no, get you, it. you must be fucking with me. Ha ha ha. Right. Yeah. But it was very real. It was super real. And and recorded by police. And recorded and then put on <laughs> dateline. <laughs> yes. And it also involved a chef. Yes, that was the most important right. thing is that it actually falls into our purview, which is why I don't feel wrong doing it. Right. So you and I were like, well, you were like, watch this fucking episode. Yeah. So I watched the episode, called you, was like, oh my God, that's amazing. And you're like, we need to we need to do this episode, do this as an episode of the show. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I rewatched, you rewatched, we both took notes and this is... Our attempt, I guess, to go through this fucking crazy ass story. And it's a weird one, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so it's there was a chef named Daniel Brophy, yeah, who was murdered in Oregon in 2018 in Portland, Oregon. Yes, and <laughs> it, it okay. So he he was a chef. He was a um, teacher, right? Yes, an and, instructor, right? At um, um, the Oregon Culinary Institute. That's it. OCI. Yes, yes. So he comes in one morning, and he's first one in building. Mm-hmm. And as the first one in building, you what do you do? You disarm the alarm. You make the coffee. You get the ice. Right. You clean. You prep. Prep. Yeah. You fucking put the water in the thing and right. do the thing. Yeah. Right. So doing all that, most important of that, obviously, is getting the coffee set. Fuck yes. Absolutely, you start the coffee. So he's tooling around, do 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 do. Next thing you know, he gets shot twice and fucking killed. He was actually shot twice, once in the back and then once in the chest at point blank range. Oh shit! Now, so, yeah. and and I don't remember, and you remember these things better than I do. Was it like he got shot and then he spun himself around to like look at his shooter, or did it like did the bullet spin him? Or did they ever say that? No, it was he was shot. He was scooping ice, right? So mm-hmm. we we all know that. that oh, the chunk fucking... of the metal scoop. Going oh no, it was into a plastic scoop. Oh, oh, even okay. Yeah. So the dull plastic funk. scoop. Yeah, yeah, that was actually a part of that crime scene. Was flagged was the ice scooper, and I'm oh, like, man, I know the clatter fucking... that that makes. Can you imagine that scooper going back to the other scoopers, being like, man, I've seen some shit. I've seen some shit. <laughs> like, oh my god, Terry's back. Terry, what happened? Yeah, you don't want to know, man. Oh, that's part of you the crime scene. You don't want to know, bro. <laughs> so... I was in that evidence locker. It's so warm there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. So I just thought back like ice to scoopers. grizzly yeah. murder. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But did, so he was they... he was what happened was he was uh, at the sink, so he was facing the sink, right. right? And he was shot in the back, and he did turn to face his attacker. Okay, and before he could do shit, he was shot in the chest and just like right in the heart area, oh, and wow. was done. Okay, all right. So it wasn't like the dramatic like when they shoot and like turn around, no, with the arms no. flailing, and then doom. No, man, this he even like put his shit on the fucking table. Just oh, like wow. a normal day. See, now that's a chef was, right there. It was such a normal day in the life of a chef. But like, that's a chef to like get shot and then turn around and be like, the fuck? Yeah, the fuck, dude? <laughs> the fuck? Now I got to go get my duct tape and fucking put this back together. You're kidding me. I got to tape myself up now? <laughs> teach a fucking class? <laughs> I got to stitch this yeah, shit exactly. and teach a class? Exactly. What the fuck, man? Then one in the heart and he's done. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just, I don't remember them saying that, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So this dude, um, like we said, Daniel Brophy, um, what was he, who was he, again, you, you do better with remembering certain things than I do, because <laughs> again, you're the pretend detective in all of this. Well, he was like most chefs, you know what I mean? He had that dry sense of humor, he was a little rough around the edges. Acerbic, acerbic wit. Yeah, a what? He had an acerbic wit. I've never heard that word. It's, Not going to lie. Okay. But I believe you in whatever context in which you're using it. You rock. You flash that $4 word there. <laughs> Don't worry, mom and dad. That education paid off with my $4 word. <laughs> Keep going. So. And no employment. And no job. <laughs> Except so, for this show. <laughs> the way that um, everyone said the way he spoke was like super endearing, right? Mm-hmm. They even coined the term like he had brophyisms. Okay. Yeah. So like he, he would just say weird things like, um, how do you fix a sick chicken? 
I don't know. With a shovel. You can eat <laughs> you can eat any exotic mushroom. True. Once. Even more true. <laughs> they, okay. Okay. I, I got a picture of that. That's, and, and I like the, that. There was this, I like that second one though. Yeah. That, that one's the second one is way funnier than the first to me. But there is a this chick that actually she worked for Dateline. And then by a weird set of circumstances, she ended up working for Chef Brophy. Yeah, she like quit Dateline yeah, to she, go and work for the and, Culinary Institute. Yeah, she was filming, actually. And um, she did like promotions and filmed okay. and stuff like that. So he, she, the one day they were, um, it was their very first day of meeting. And he tells her, you know, pass these bags for compost out to the students. Okay. And she's touching it. And she's like, wow, these are really soft. And he looks at her and he goes, I can leave you alone with them if you'd like. <laughs> I and like it, the dude. Like, yeah, it's just it's her that. her first That's time awesome. meeting him, and she's like, ah, again, that's like, so chefy. Yeah, it's, it is so very chefy, deliciously chefy. And it wasn't it wasn't off putting because it's chefy. I know that's like a weird standard there, but it it's just what, kind of how it is. Honestly, yes. the The part of that that makes me go like, okay, I get why he was endearing, mm-hmm. is because he managed to do like the innuendo joke yes but oddly clean yeah he didn't get you know crass I mean? with it right. yeah like yeah. i i could he I wasn't disgusting i would have made that worse yeah like it's, i absolutely would have made that worse it, it's frowned upon yeah yeah <laughs> you, you ain't supposed to <laughs> well he worked like underneath 10 european chefs and one of the things he said he recognized about this industry is like they're not so keen on things like focusing on human rights <laughs> very true very true we actually we uh we did that review Yes, in, in yes. one of our review shows, it's a where, human rights violation. Exactly where the uh, the guest was like afraid for the support staff. Blink that twice yeah, if you need that help. They're being human rights violated. That's totally a thing. Yeah, she was That's like, I'll I'll yeah. go to social yeah. media. I, I will. Care. I will call people. I will, I will look into it with the embassy. Yeah, she's she's just ready to help all the poor workers <laughs> of that restaurant. <laughs> So he started his career like like a lot of people do, you know, as a dishwasher in, in uh, Kansas City. Oh my God, I started as a dishwasher in Kansas. No, yeah, I no, you didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> not not in Kansas City, but but just as a dishwasher. As like, a dishwasher, yeah, yeah. that's starting, where a lot of people start. Starting at uh, the non top and working your way up. Yeah, How's exactly. That? And um, he did a lot of things that chefs love to do. I know foraging is like a big deal for chefs. So he loved to forage for like wild mushrooms. He kept bees. He composted. He's a master gardener. He, um, he moved out to the little Oregon coast. He fell in love with it. It's fucking beautiful out there. That's why. I mean, I guess I've, so. I've wanted to, my like 15 years ago, I wanted to move to Bend, Oregon. Okay. Uh, just because, like, I had seen pictures. It looks super fucking beautiful. Things broke in the background. <laughs> um, it's uh, the last blockbuster. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Bend, Oregon. Yeah, right on. So, like, it, it, it's a fucking beautiful area out there. So, eventually, he makes his way to a little suburb in Portland, which nice. I've heard great things about. People are like, oh, you would love it out there. I have friends out there. Yeah, I, I like Portlandia. I know I like the show. So, I mean, if it's as weird as the show, I would totally love it. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been there, but I'm, again, I when, when I had been out there and, you know, done stuff, it's a cool fucking place. Yeah. 
And I, he was, I would totally pour one. He was also a, a super sweet guy. Like, you know how you kind of have that gruff exterior, but like inside he was very melty squishy. He uh, he worked alongside a friend at an old age home, but he also donated and cooked for homeless shelters. That's cool. That was like, a lot of chefs are, you get like the two, I mean, there's more than two, obviously, but like yeah. the strains of like the wild, crazy alcoholic womanizing asshole yeah and then you get basically the chef hooker with a heart of gold you know i'm a little rough around the edges but like low-key i super care about you you. totally take me home to mom and i would make her a sweet dinner and make her feel good but at work i'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself well yeah while telling cock cock poop poop jokes yeah like at the same time yeah yeah that's that's fair i'm gonna make fun of you at work for being a fucking chucklehead and really though i'm like but have you eaten today yeah are you hungry? When when they did the <laughs> uh, the videos of him like foraging and doing all that stuff, he looks so happy, dude. You know what he reminded me of? Who? So you and I also uh, and like watching uh, Below Deck, and there was that chef love Below Deck, Chef Adam, who like lived in his van. I'm fucking in love with that guy, okay, but that, he that cannot get along. Twat. He is. So when I'm I in s- love with him, but he can't get along with other people. When I saw Chef Brophy doing his stuff, I'm yeah. like, oh, that's what like being in nature looks like when you're not a dick. Yes. When you're not like a fucking trying to do all of these things when you actually just enjoy doing it. But can I posit this? Yes. That's what it looks like when you're being out in nature, not being a dick and also not being a gorgeous man. See, Adam's a dick, but he's a gorgeous man <laughs> because he's a dick. You love your gorgeous dicks. I uh, oh god, no, that's not at all how I like that phrase. <laughs> Strike that, reverse it. See, you, you do- love your dicks, gorgeous. <laughs> you, that's you, how I reverse the phrase. <laughs> you make Pixie, it worse. You're ma- you're ma- you made it worse. You made it worse. You made it worse. Continue with the story. Oh my god. So, Chef Brophy, mm-hmm. sixty-three, I believe, years old, and you know gets shot at point blank range so detectives are like dude why did why did homeboy get killed yeah like well, what's, what what's, was the what's agree- the deal was he the chef that was fucking around right, right. was he was a he scoundrel a yeah right, exactly. was he a dick they were basically doing detective work is is what we're trying to say detectives here. were detectiving detectives all up in here yeah i got my detectiving all up in here <laughs> and they couldn't come up with shit like at the first, they're like, well, maybe his sense of humor, question mark, which is- <laughs> I love that, though. He possibly could have made someone which, angry. Which makes me believe that none of those cops ever worked in the service industry. Did he have a nemesis? Right, yeah. <laughs> like, did he have an arch enemy? Was Did he have a secret lair that he went to? Is there something we should be looking for? <laughs> was, is there a cape involved, is what I'm asking. Was he Batman? <laughs> He was, was it? You can tell me. You can tell me. I won't, I promise. Like, I won't prosecute. Like, I promise. So, you know, his, his, uh, his like keys, wallet, phone, money, all of it was on him. Okay. And the murderer also didn't touch anything at the school. Okay. Like, which, like, the floor? Yeah. Well, they didn't touch, you know, the windows, the walls. But yeah. The sweaty, sweaty balls. Yes. They never touched his sweaty chef balls. (laughs) Okay. 
That's probably had, a good thing. That would was, be a sex crime. That was the other thing that he was doing is he was getting this cornstarch ready <laughs> for, for all of balls. his students yes. to, to cornstarch their balls as they start the day. Yeah, that's very nice. That's thoughtful. It is. That's why people liked him. I, I bet he kept it in the walk-in too, so it was nice and cool. Oh, well, you have to. Yeah. He's not a monster. Yeah. Um, nice, cool cornstarch <laughs> on your balls. But no, they didn't, you know... Uh, um, all of the equipment was still there. The knives were still there. The whatevers, the like chef nothing, knives, go for like they a do. Good like the real ones yeah. are super nice. And yeah. obviously, you know those ranges and ovens and stuff. Ones. Yeah. Although I don't know <laughs> when they were talking about that, I'm like, how it would have to be a really coordinated effort to steal the fucking ovens and shit out of that place. Yeah. Like you really would. I, I don't know that you would have time. I think I don't know if we'll have the time. <laughs> I feel like if they were gonna if I was going into a and this is all I can do it, to say if I if I hypothetically were, yes. Hashtag not me. Oh motherfucker, not me. Not me at all. <laughs> I like I said, I've never been to fucking Portland. But if it were me and I were going to rob a gourmet kitchen, mm-hmm. I would look for things like brulee torches, definitely the chef knives, roll ups, mm-hmm. things like that. Um any sort of thing that was quickly, easily carried, but also you could sell out of like a van super easy. I tell you what, this was 2018 that it happened. If yeah. it happened today, yeah. I would be like, cool, I'm going to take the butter and the milk oh, you know, <laughs> and the meat. Motherfucker, you know what I would take? <laughs> a fucking circulator. The circulator, the fucking mm-hmm. thing where you punch in the temperature and it circulates the water, make sure it's all the same temperature. You can set it. So I'm it not familiar it. with such an object. Oh, dude, you can like keep eggs to where it cooks them to where it just cooks the yolks. Wow. Yeah, and really? just set set it in the Ziploc bag, the the airtight bag. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, man. Wow. And that's a total handheld object. No like shit. stupid fucking easy. I was just thinking of the fact that butter costs fucking seventeen thousand dollars now. Seventeen thousand? Really? Yes. Yeah. How I much to... butter do you go through? A fair amount, but a still fair amount. But still it's pricey. It's mm. pricey nowadays. So like nothing, right? Like nothing nothing was taken back to the Yeah. Back to the scene of the crime. Right. Um, so the cops then have to let next of kin know. Yes. And it's his wife and his her his name's yes. Her name is Nancy. Okay. okay. So little little Nancy. Little Nancy, uh, who was not little. No. No. She was older. Okay. But she was not little. Okay. How much older? Was she like older than him older? Um like, I, like he was you like know, like roughly, I think same age range. Oh, but she like, wasn't like, like robbing the cradle. No, 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 no. She wasn't no, no, like no, no, ninety and no, being no, no, like, no, no, I'm no. getting that like, sixty yeah, something. I'm, chef. That sweet, sweet sixty year old chef dickin. Yeah. No. No. No, that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't the case. That's probably the only time you'll hear the words sweet, sweet sixty year old chef dickin. <laughs> Maybe ever, but definitely oh. on a podcast. Oh, well, you're welcome, 60-year-old yep. chefs. Yep. <laughs> Boomer, what did you create for this world? Now that you're about to die, what was your lasting imp- impact? Well, once on a podcast, <laughs> I said no. So his wife gets called in the cops, bring her down, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, she was told that he was dead, and she's like... <laughs> They like knock on the door, yeah, right, and do the whole cop thing, yeah, and they're like, you know, ma'am, uh, we have something to tell you, yeah, and she's like, yeah, I kind of figured with all how you looked, how you were looking at me, I got that. So she sounded like she had kind of the same wit that he did, yeah, uh, yeah. like y'all are looking at me with that sad sack face look, yeah. I'm guessing you're not here to tell me anything good. Well, it's not one of those things where they like. 
I don't know. With cops show up, they're they're usually like angry. They're either yelling at you, or they're with like guns super in your face, concerned, or they're super super concerned, or like, Hi. oh, we're asking you for money. <laughs> uh, no, no, they're doing the whole like suck through the teeth because you're about to say something. Like, uh, ma'am, we have something to tell you. Oh, I don't... like it's one of those like, in um, things. in Florida. <laughs> oh well, okay. In <laughs> Florida, they actually send them door to door for like collections. Makes so sense. I've totally had cops be at my door. I'm like, oh my God, like what's going on? They're like, would you like to donate to the police department? And I'm like, yep. Hey, and then I have to go and get my checkbook. Illegal's happening here. Well, it's not that. It's just the whole like, you don't look at a cop and go, no, I'm going to not donate to you. So I fucking totally was like, and 10, no, she's shaking her head, $20. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to post date this. Okay. If you could just <laughs> wait till the end of the week to cash this, that'd be great. The thing is like, like they only give you the little sticker that says that you donate if you do a certain amount. Right. So, so I see so many people in Florida that they have them like lined up oh, around yeah. their car. Oh, yeah. Like it's like, a shield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't pull me over, man. I donate, I donate to you every year. I give you guys $400 over the course of like six years. <laughs> Fuck you. I just think of of the uh, the beginning of Reno 911 like when they knock and the dude like jumps out naked and fucking is running through <laughs> like that's all I can see is the cops going into door to door knocking and like all fuck, kinds of shit just jumping people in Florida just fucking running meth stuck up their ass trying to fucking get out of the house <laughs> meanwhile they're like dude we just need a 20 so like, throwing an alligator at the yeah. police <laughs> like we're just trying to buy a new fucking Keurig man like <laughs> God we just damn need, it. those coffee pods are so They're expensive. So, dude, but it's also like way more economical in the long run. So we, we're paying a little bit more now, you see, but it's going to benefit in the long run. <laughs> so, so so they tell her, you know. Right. So, so They have something sad to say. Right. And so she, you know. She knows. Right. She uh, did the whole like, you know, stiff up her lip for a while and then sees the body and starts crying. It's like, oh, I don't care who shot him. I just want him back. Oh, that's sad. It is, but it, it's also weird. Oh, I would super care who shot him. Yeah, I know. Like, I would want him back, but I would also. But he didn't super have any enemies, fuck, which makes it even more like, why the fuck was he shot? Well, you don't just go like, eh, oh well. Well, no, I'm not going to go like, eh, oh like well. Them. But I, I would think that it was like a freakish incident, like a drifter versus like, I don't know, he like pissed off a lot of fucking people. If but he pissed off a lot of people, I'd be like, yeah, who did shoot him? I, I still think it's weirder if you haven't pissed anybody off because then really it's like, well, why the fuck was he but shot as, like, though? As a little old lady, I would just be like, so it was some stranger from out of town, wrong place, wrong time type shit. I, I would want but, the end of it. I, mean, I, I, would I want mean, yeah, you're right. It's it's weird that it's, it's weird. in a kitchen, but yeah, like... like they came to him. Yeah, they definitely... It, it wasn't, you know, a weird on the street thing. Like they came to him. Yeah, and the fact that it wasn't a robbery is, is yeah. very fucking weird, but so, yeah. But whatever, you know, that's, mm. that's Nancy. That's how Nancy did. That's just Nancy. Right, and Nancy mm-hmm. turns out his second wife. Okay. Um, she, they met, she was doing catering, which... Hey, now. Yeah, okay, so they were both in the industry. Yep, the, the, the industry. industry. Exactly, so they got it. They got each other. Mm-hmm. Um, he was still married, mm-hmm. and then they got, he got divorced, and like immediately, wedding announcement. Aw. Yeah. So they were like super into each other. All kinds of, in, like all up in there. Cool. Hey, Boomer, you know what I'm excited about? What, Pix? 
about being a brand ambassador for Reaper Apparel Co. Heck yeah. ReaperApparelCo.com. They have super soft shirts, hoodies, and tanks with cool designs, plus a whole community that is very supportive about mental health. Honestly, I don't know which line I like the most. I'm kind of digging the Be The One stuff right now myself, and obviously the open-minded. I write all of our show stuff down in my open-minded Reaper Apparel Co. notebook, and I know that helps me get by every day. One of the things also that Reaper is great about is about trying to help us be our best selves every single day. If you out there in podcast land decide that you want some quality threads or you want to connect with an open-minded community, please check out ReaperApparelCo.com. As brand ambassadors, we've got a hookup for you as well. Go to ReaperApparelCo.com, enter the promo code SERVICEENTRANCEPEOPLE, get yourself 10% off your gear, and help out our little podcast as well. I know I love a good deal, and I'm looking forward to seeing you out there in your Reaper Apparel Co. gear, just like us. Adios. And after they get married, Mm -hmm. she decides, you know what? Now that I got me a chef, Mm -hmm. catering can go suck a dick. Oh, okay. Not going to do it anymore. But also, like, one of us has to have a respectable job. We can't both be in the the industry. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So she goes and does the most, I kind of think, opposite. Okay. Like, we know the the sort of type of folk that we like to talk about here at Service Entrance People that are Service Entrance People, right? Yes. And- We're our people. Yes. Our people. Exactly. But, you know, we're a kind of people. And so we make fun of this as we're not very responsible. Yes. We're kind of the, the Crass, lower rungs. Yeah, exactly. So the opposite of that, to, in my mind- She sells real estate. Insurance. Ah. Because that's more responsible than real estate even. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yes. Right? Because yep. then you're in the business of like saving lives or yeah, yeah. helping people save lives. Or whatever. Just, yeah. 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 In, yeah, you're insuring them I'm in case not something I'm not 100% sure how insurance works, to be perfectly yeah, honest. Yeah, I was just going to say I that. Do, like, I know I give them money and they- Don't pay me back. <laughs> yeah. And they say, sorry. You, you have went, a deductible. You went to the hospital. Pay the hospital. Why the fuck are you calling me? Yeah. Anytime I do it, it's, I'm sorry, you have a deductible, but I met my deductible. Yeah, no. And and then it re-ups every year. Yeah, every year. And I'm like, what the... Yeah. What it, am I even paying you for? It's... Why? Yeah, it's a great scam. Or my favorite is because you injured your leg and it's your foot leg region, mm-hmm. well, doing feet is a... um, It's a luxury. It's a specialty. So we're not going to do that because it's a luxury. My favorite words are pre-existing condition. <laughs> so you're saying you're sick... And you need me to cover you. Yeah. But you know what? Because you're sick, I We're can't cover you. We're not covering you. Yeah. 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 Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. So, so Nancy got into that yeah, game. Yeah, so Nancy- So she was a different kind of shady. Right, but <laughs> but she was a special subset. Oh, She yeah? was shady and kinky. She was kinky? She was kinky. She was, okay. You know how I know? How do you know? The words romance, suspense, novel. Ah, yes. She wrote- Housefrau wank books on the side. Fifty Shades of Housefrau. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were, <laughs> fucking you? You know the titles. You actually the, the, wrote them. It down. was the wrong series, like the the wrong husband, <gasps> the wrong lover, no. and wait for it, the wrong hero. Not a thing. <laughs> You're a hero. You do hero shit. You can't be the wrong hero. I do re- save the wrong person. I do remember Don't they said- Don't fuck with Batman. <laughs> they said she went like through a big Navy SEAL phase. <laughs> well, didn't we all? <laughs> so she was just like super into Navy SEALs. Yeah, because Charlie Sheen was fucking amazing in that movie. Oh, dear God. Ooh. 
Navy SEALs. <laughs> Seriously, we all went through that phase. I feel like we grew as a country. No. After after that came out. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the the endings, the little like her stinger. Yeah, her tag. was yes, the stinger. That's the word I was looking for. Where she writes Wrong never felt so oh, right. Yeah, brown chicken, <laughs> brown, brown cow. cow. Yes, yes, yeah. So she was a uh, she was a horny diddler, a uh, self diddler, ew. probably. Ew, um, ew, ew. ew. <laughs> That's you made it so gross so fast. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and uh, the the students and the coworkers and stuff yeah like f- busted chef's balls about it oh yeah and we're like oh i bet you're i bet you uh turn her out in bed i bet you're like super crazy is she wa- writing that stuff about you like i would assume so yeah like th- that's her her um hero inspiration yes or it's the opposite okay and it's a sad situation and he doesn't do it for her so she Why is do you writing have to about make all the it things. Sad. This, because the second one is way sadder than the yeah. first one. Yeah. No, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going with Dan's just awesome in the sack. Sweet. So the dead chef bangs real good with his sack. With his sack. <laughs> and the the thing that I loved the most though is that his nickname for his wife was the management. Yeah, that's cute. So like, hey, do you want to come out for a beer? I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask management. Yes. Yes. Like, that's sweet and endearing, and I love it. Yeah. And I take back everything bad I've ever said. I apologize. (laughs) I've seen the error of my ways. You're such a douche. Dead person who I never met. I apologize. I wish I could have met him. He he does sound pretty cool. cool. I would have taken him for a beer. Um, Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd beer him. I'd beer him, too. I'd totally beer him. Um, I might beer and pizza him. Oh. <laughs> right? I would beer and big pretzel him. Oh. The big old the big pretzel with the beer cheese. Yeah. Beer and pretzel and beer cheese him. Mm. There. He had a mustache too, so the fucking cheese would be all up in his mustache. <laughs> Again, you have, have to make to go it, and right, rinse right. it out in the You're bathroom. making it disgusting. Continue making, with the story. I'm putting in delightful flecks of color That's, into ooh, this painting. You're putting in the most disgusting flavor text I've ever heard. I tell you what. Um, so the whole thing with this, the Mm. whole reason we got started is the part we're at right now. Yes. That you have to read word for word and we can do, we can do like a back and forth, like a pretend. Yes. On this because he's dead. Her husband, Nancy's husband, the chef is dead. It's been a couple of days or whatever. They actually didn't say, did they? No, they never specified the amount of time. indetermined amount of time later. No leads, no suspects, no nothing. The detectives are just sitting there with their fucking Keurig. Like, <laughs> the coffee's delicious, but I have no idea who killed the beloved chef. Yes. What the fuck? Phone fucking rings. It's Nancy. And Nanner is like, hey, cop, guess what? <laughs> Pixie, do you want to be Nancy? Yes, I'll be Nancy. Okay, so ring, ring, ring. Police person, actually Detective Posey is his name. Okay. Hi, Detective Posey, no relation to Parker. How can I help you? I don't want to be the stupid question of the day, but I think I need to be the stupid question of the day. My insurance company just said I have to have a detective write a letter saying I'm no longer a suspect. (laughs) 
nailing it. That's it. That's that was, that was what Detective Posey did. Yeah, he, he laughed. He absolutely he laughed, at that. laughed at her. Because who the fuck says that? Exactly. Nancy continues. <laughs> I said, I'm not sure if he looks at it that way, but if you do, I'll have you write the letter. Detective Posey, why would you need that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Because <laughs> why? What are, what are we doing? Because they don't want to pay if it turns out I secretly went down to the school and shot my husband. In my mind, Posey like smacked himself in the forehead and like has his hand down and is like, hmm. Detective Posey, well, we never would do something like that. I've never heard of that being done. Meaning writing a promissory note, clearing somebody- Of being a suspect? Ever, (laughs) saying you didn't do it and you never did it, here you go. Yeah. There was one more, though. Nancy's retort. (laughs) This is such a stupid little policy. I can't believe they're making me jump through hoops. It's only $4,000. And my sister said, you know, they usually do that if it's millions. I said, we are insured for millions. End scene. So, (laughs) so yeah. So she was fucking, she called the cops and asked for a letter saying, bitch didn't kill no one, promise, <laughs> no backsies, <laughs> love Portland cops. I just, I, I think of it like a, like a teenage girl who's like asking their mom, like, can you write a note saying I have cramps so I don't have to do gym? I would make, <laughs> I would make the Epstein's mother joke, except this is even more ridiculous than in Welcome Back, Cotter, when Epstein yes. would come in with a note signed Epstein's mother. Yes. Like, what the shit? Yeah, it's it was just super... And she's an insurance person. Yes. So she knows goddamn well, first of all. <laughs> well, you would, you would think she would thing. know. She, oh, I of mean, course she knew. She but knew that's a, not a thing. It's a homicide, so I don't know how many homicides she actually like works. But, but it doesn't matter. She She's written policies. She's dull with shit. Like, I she also, knows... I don't know how long she's been in the insurance game. Like, maybe she's brand new. Who the fuck knows? I think she'd been at it for a while. I just know that... Because they'd been married for a while. Yeah, I just know that for her, like... She super thought she was going to get away with this. She was like, he'll totally write me this note because I'm asking him. And there you go. <laughs> also, I like the whole like, oh, it's only 40 grand. Like, phew. You know what I would do for 40 grand right now? Like, I would do things that would make other people embarrassed to know me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for 40 grand. As we continually joke about on this program, it's a good thing my folks don't listen. Yeah, right? Because, yeah. There would be things. And so, stuff. <laughs> so she tries to play it off like, oh, it's not really that much money. Mm-hmm. It's not about the money. Look at me. A, I'm innocent. And B, there's no real money involved. But that's not really the case. Like, yeah. they were doing okay. Yeah. They had been in debt. They pulled themselves out of debt. They were fixing up the house. And they were going to sell it so that they could have a nice little retirement. Yeah. You know, he he was a... a fucking chef who foraged in the woods like he didn't need extravagant stuff but Mm -hmm. she kind of liked i guess or maybe wanted like nice stuff because shit got really fucky really quick when it came to the insurance and numbers so she just wanted like nicer things i guess okay um so you know she sold the insurance Okay. And she took out a shit ton of policies on him, apparently. Well, then it wouldn't just be 
for forty thousand yeah. dollars would now, it? <laughs> now there may have been one for forty grand. Yeah. But you've got this all written down here. Yeah. There was extras. Yeah, she took out two. Count them two mm-hmm. for one hundred and fifty thousand. Which is one hundred fifty thousand? No, sorry, one hundred and forty nine thousand two hundred and fourteen dollars more than I own. <laughs> times two. And then another one for two hundred thousand, which makes it five hundred total, half a mil. That's yeah. half a mil plus the forty thousand she's calling the detective about. Half a mil four. Then the three hundred thousand that her house was worth. Okay, that's like eight or so. Yeah. So at the end of this, there was more and more than that. Even. There was like one point four million dollars in life. Dollars. Yeah, one point four million in life insurance. And I got to tell you, if I would do. Forty thousand things, oh, forty thousand dollars for um, the, things the that would embarrass stuff myself for one point four. The things I would do for a million dollars, I think I would have to change my name. <laughs> you would like to see me cut off of a, a, a limb? Sure. I mean, I, I give up a toe. I give up a toe tomorrow for a mill. <laughs> I, I can get you a toe, Pixie. with or without nail polish. Yeah, I get, easy. <laughs> End of the day. I mean, I, I my left hand doesn't do as much as my right. I could I could figure out Jim Abbott pitched a fucking no-hitter with one hand. I should be able to get through life with only one hand if somebody was going to give me 1.4. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Don't look at me. Stop looking at me. You're looking at me weird. I just like that um later her defense will argue that Chef Daniel Brophy was quote unquote adequately insured. Well, yeah. To the fucking hilt. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I don't know that that quite falls in the purview of adequate. I think that's extra. I looked that shit up, and as it turns out, mm-hmm. uh, they say you should have insurance for 10 times your annual salary is the rule to live by. Okay. And that's just kind of a blanket. Okay. But it is Who doesn't a, love a blanket? I love blankets. But it's a sliding <laughs> scale. So like mm-hmm. as you're younger, it needs to be more. So like 30 times your income. Okay. And then as you get older, it goes down like 20, 15, 10. And then once your retirement age, it's just balanced a- against your net worth. Oh, okay. And I think uh, like 60 is yeah. the cutoff and then it goes to the net worth. Gotcha. So since he was 63, it's- it's somewhere in the net worth range. Right. And hey, man, if you're- If, if his if net he's, worth was yeah, 1.4 million, Jesus. Hey, man. Fucking A. That's not bad. But also, he's just a chef who forages and shit. Hey, that's that's a lot of fucking, it's a lot of truffle. Yeah, yeah. I mean- By the way- If bro's into truffles. I cannot stop up. thinking about Nicolas Cage and his pig every time uh. we're mentioning <laughs> foraging also. I just want to say- That was pig. a decent yeah, movie. Watch, watch the movie Pig. That was if, a decent movie. If you dig movies and food and Nicolas Cage and pigs and- I love Nick Blood Cage. and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> murder, actually. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, murder. No other suspects. Nancy puts herself on the cops' radar. I wonder how. By being fucking dumb. <laughs> so they're like, we're going to totally look into this Nancy lady and see what the fuck's going on. Hold on. I just picture the detective being like, look. Nancy. Brophy. Wife. Question mark. Underscore. Up- underscore. <laughs> I think he did the Spanish and did the upside down and then the regular. Ooh, like he bookended he got, he that got, shit. He got yeah, fancy. Yeah. She needed two fucking question marks on that. <laughs> she actually needed three because it turns out in 2011, she had written a quote online essay. Okay. 
blog post. Yeah. <laughs> which was entitled How to Murder Your Husband by Nancy Brophy. God, that's damning. She's t- can I can I excerpt it? Yeah, you? sure. Because I go have ahead. it printed right here. Okay. Uh, as a romantic suspense writer, I spent a lot of time thinking about murder and consequently police procedure. After all, if the murderer is supposed to set me free, I certainly don't want to spend some time in jail. And let me say clearly for the record, I don't like jumpsuits and orange is not my color. Oh my god. And then she goes through a list of motives. Oh shit. First one, yeah. financial. Well, obviously. Second, crime of passion. Okay. Third, fell in love with someone else. What? Yeah. Options to- Doesn't con- that go under crime of passion? I, I guess you would fall in love with somebody else and then crime of passion them. <sighs> so I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Okay, that's a little incoherent, but yeah. sure. Why and, not? Go ahead, Nancy. And then she goes, options to consider. What she really means is methods to fucking murder. Oh, okay. Guns, number one. Knives, number two. Garrots. She fucking plans on garroting someone? How much upper body strength does it require to strangle somebody? Question mark. <gasps> Next one, random heavy pieces of equipment. She wants to, to drop shit on somebody? She wants to Looney Tunes that motherfucker and drop a piano off the what fucking the fuck? thing. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can can I get a crane? Is there Just a crane bump. nearby? Yeah. <laughs> she ends it with this. I find it is easier to wish people dead than actually kill them. But the thing I know about murder, the thing I know, is that every one of us has it in him or herself when pushed far enough. Well, yeah. Have you ever seen the show Inside Man on Netflix? I know. You should. Okay. It's amazing. And it actually totally proves that point. 100% anybody on the wrong day with the right set of circumstances will totally fucking murder someone. You know how else you can figure that out? How? By reading more about Nancy fucking Brophy. Because this bitch, after that, after writing the essay, she Google searches things. Oh, I love when they do yeah, that. Yeah. How to bury body. Oh, no, no, no. No, better than that. <laughs> Ghost gun? What the fuck is a ghost gun? A ghost gun is like buying pieces of a gun that have no serial numbers on it, and you're buying like components, but not like buying oh, augon. Oh, okay, okay. Right? Yeah, um, I saw it on the show. It was like a box. Yeah, with but like... it was really just the slide and the barrel is what she was doing with it. Okay. I didn't fucking, all I saw was like the box yeah, yeah. and it had like foam and shit, but they mm-hmm. didn't show anything else. Yeah, there was no like body of the gun. Yeah, right. so I didn't fucking, I was exactly. like, what? Uh, she also did Glock revolvers okay. and do Glocks have a lot of kickback? Okay. Again, for a suspense woman, yes. you're fucking dumb. Like, yeah. You're just putting the trail Right up to you. So she researches this. Yeah. And then goes and fucking buys a ghost gun kit online. Well, fuck. Buys <laughs> an extra slide and barrel for a Glock 17 like four months before her husband's murder. Ooh. Now. It just keeps getting worse. Well, well two things. Two things. One. Yes. I didn't know why that was a thing. Oh, why? Having an extra barrel. Yeah, I don't know why either. Then I Except did some they, research. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you have the gun, you have the barrel, right? You're yes. Chick, chick, boom, right? Yeah. But you can remove the barrel, put a different one on, mm-hmm. boom. Mm-hmm. And as we all watch Law and Order, we know that there's grooves and fucking turns and twists and shit on the bullet casing from coming out of a certain 
A different barrel, yeah. A barrel, right. Yeah. So if you shoot with one barrel, take that barrel, throw it away. Throw it, I love how you throw it away like you're throw throwing away. away a tissue. Oh, pshaw. Then <laughs> pop another barrel back on. <gasps> Wasn't shot with that gun. Clearly. So A, she did that, which is fucking devious as shit. Yeah, I love how she didn't know... I don't know guns. I don't I'm, know things. I'm going to Google shit, yeah. but I'm totally going to know but how to fucking change level. out a barrel and slide. I like, guess. I would have never known that. Here's the fucked up thing, though. Like, how do you get that fucking devious? I. She's going from hot being the, the wrong hot being too hot. <laughs> sexy, sexy housewife something. Shit. <laughs> to now she's a fucking ballistics expert. <laughs> with the Navy SEAL. Yeah, with, well, sh- again, Charlie Sheen, really, he was at his prime back then. It's like post-Major League. All right, all he's right. in good shape. Oh, God, I love Major League, by the way. That's Who a good doesn't? Movie. Who fucking doesn't? So the thing that you may have noticed we haven't mentioned is an actual gun. Yes. Because she didn't own one yet. So she's done all of this stuff. Doesn't but she have a gun. Doesn't have the gun. Right. So she would DIY gonna shammy herself someone. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm gonna throw the bullet really hard. <laughs> I bought a 3D printer online. Yeah, well, I think that's a thing. I think that's totally a thing. Yeah, that's becoming a thing. Yeah. And if I remember the John Malkovich uh movie where he was trying to assassinate the president and he like made his own little Oh, Gun God. with Clint Eastwood. You are coming up fucking... with great movies I know, now. I just want to because that's binge all I've movies. been doing. That's all I've been doing oh, since a. we have some time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. So Parkland happens. Okay. The Parkland, Florida shooting, the school yes, shooting, yes. right? Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, and then she uses that, which I think she was going to fucking try to sell him on getting a gun anyway. Yeah. Since since again, she doesn't have a gun, but she uses that shooting to be like, oh my God, honey, you should totally have a gun for your protection because you teach school and there's been school shootings like this one. So he's going to stop a shooting. Good guy with a gun. Yep. Good guy with a gun is going to stop a bad guy with a gun. Well, I'll tell you this. He can't do it with his fucking back turned. No. Well, he's not a sharpshooter. He's not. I'm just going to say there's a lot of really reflective shit in the kitchen. (laughs) And if he was on his game, He's he could have fucking Holiday. seen. He could have taken his knife blade and held it up and seen behind him and known that there was an assailant coming. Well, you're a fucking daisy if you do. I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> and being so slick as she is, or mm-hmm. so brazen, she gets the gun and registers it in her name. She doesn't even put it in Dan's name. Nope. She registers it in her own name. Yep. And fabulous between all of the components. Yes. The ghost thing, the fucking barrel, the actual Glock 17 that she bought. Yeah. $15,000. She spent God 15 damn. grand on guns and gun related accessories. What the fuck, Nance? Yeah. So you wanted to buy yourself something nice. You could have used the $15,000. You didn't need to buy guns. You know what you could have bought for $15,000? A divorce. <laughs> you could have bought a divorce. For $15,000. My second ex-wife and I yeah. like filled out paperwork at the table, brought it to the thing, paid like $100, went down to the beach, high-fived each other because <laughs> this was in Florida, and legally we were divorced. <laughs> oh that my happened. God. I got to say, my uh, my divorce was about, yeah, around uh, like $137. Yeah. But the most that it cost me was when I had to rent a lawyer 
for literally 12 minutes. Well. For a paper that kept getting kicked back because it uh, didn't have legal jargon on it. Was it good for you? Uh, She was actually, dude, she was super cool. She was like, because I was really upset. I'm like crying and shit. I'm like, I don't know why I can't file for divorce. They're charging me money. Like, I don't know what I did wrong. And she's like, yeah, I'll help you. And then I was like, how much do I owe you? And she was like, $26. But you paid for the entire hour of the room. No, I didn't. (laughs) I paid for the 12 minutes. And I worth it, worth yeah, it to be go. divorced. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so then, surprisingly, shockingly, they arrested her. Uh, I am shocked. Yeah. And so she goes on trial, and as it turns out, she was not the master criminal that she thought she was. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she was bad. She at was criminaling. Fucking terrible at it. First of all, going for her was there was no surveillance in the actual uh, building yeah. that she was in mm-hmm. when she killed him, that he was in. Allegedly. Sorry. Allegedly. Allegedly. However, there were cameras almost literally everywhere else between her fucking house and the OCI. Oh, my God. Okay. Like, fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, they yeah. showed, like, every fucking where they showed her on every goddamn corner out of the corner of a fucking inside of a Starbucks, because there's 400 Starbucks, and like each and every one on the fucking way. That's not true. Sorry. <laughs> there's 314 Starbucks. No, I'm not. Going right oh there. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> she also had a car that had a incredibly distinctive, like, foot and a half long scratch on the side of it. Okay. That could be seen on the video cameras yeah, from yeah. every single fucking one. Yeah, it's pretty bad because, yeah, it's it's so big and so distinct that they're just like, that's you. That's yeah. you driving. Yeah. And but she was all like, I was no, totally sleepy. I, yeah, I was yeah, sleepy. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Good point. Yeah. First, first she's like, no, I was sleeping up until the time the cops called me. Yeah. Like, you totally woke me up out of bed. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, this is Nancy. You just woke me up. What can I do I'm for so you? Sleepy. Or fucking came to the door oh, or whatever. How can I help you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Let me put a bra on and fucking come downstairs. <laughs> then... After they were like, yeah, but so here's the thing. Like, we know you weren't sleeping because we have a timeline and video and of, of like everything between like 7 a.m. and 10 a.m., which is when the cops came in. She was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You know what? Between 7 and 10, I had stress-induced traumatic memory loss. That's what happened. That's a lot of words. Yeah, yeah. I totally had that going because like you had told me my hubby got shot. And I just fucking, everything gone. Erased, fucking nothing. Don't remember shit. Just a whole lot of nothing. I got CRS. Can't remember (laughs) shit. (laughs) Then, during the trial, she bounces from that to, oh, starting to come together. Hold on. Hold on. Third try at it. So, yeah, I got up. I went to Starbucks. And then I got lost in a creative fog and drove around for hours thinking about this story that I had percolating in my brain that I was <laughs> going to write for the fucking ma- All right, mouse so clicker. She, she was just like, just driving and fucking daydreaming. Just thinking, she just, was just daydreaming just and thinking. lost track of time. Okay. But was caught everywhere on camera. Correct. Except for six and a half minutes. She was absolutely not at all accounted for. For six and a half minutes. Yep. And those were the six and a half minutes from the time he got shot to 
or the time he did the alarm, got shot, and then the kid found him and Not called. Not a kid, student. The student, student. found yes. him and called 911. Those Damn. are the only six and a half minutes. Interesting. You know what I would have said? Yeah. Shitting. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a good, that's a good reason. Totally taking a shit. I was shitting in a Starbucks. I was shitting in a Starbucks. It's a way better than stress-induced traumatic memory loss or creative <laughs> fog. I, I had one of those caramel frappuccino things and just blew up a toilet. Listen, I don't know about you, but I went to Harvard, okay? <laughs> and every morning at exactly I 7.28, I, I take a six and a half minute shit. <laughs> They teach us that in the Ivies, okay? That's all. It's You can ask anybody. I graduated in 73. Ask anybody in the class. It's what we do. It's that was our time. the first things you learn yeah, yeah. in an Ivy League school yeah. and it's is different. how to drink coffee and take a shit first thing in the right. morning. And each year, you get a different time. So like class of 95, they shit at fucking 6.48 a.m., <laughs> 73 they do a little bit later they were 727 like that's how that works that that's i would have been like oh well okay yeah no i believe that i believe that not the other uh, uh it's definitely at least it gives something i mean you really you could have said like flat tire anything fucking stubbed she, it she stubbed a toe she could have fucking pulled a murdoch and like stab her own fucking tire and be like, oh, I stabbed tire. Some guy tried to she shoot me. She could have like fell Financial on her. Financial crimes. She could have fell on her side and been like, oh, I fell on my hip. Yeah, I <laughs> broke my hip. I broke my hip. Look like, at me. I'm all bruised and oh, shit. Like anything. <laughs> fucking anything. Um, they, uh, <laughs> they had her on the stand. Yeah. Uh, you've got this also written down because numbers. I uh, do. So they sit her down and she's like trying to do the whole like, oh, I'm such a fucking loving wife. Like, yeah, I care so much about my husband. And they're like, you know, how long have you been married to him? Softball question. First thing they ask, how long have you been married? Her answer. It, uh... <laughs> Go on. This is the weirdest fucking shit. Right? Really, all you have to say is the first part, which is 24 years. Yep. She easy. doesn't do that. Move on. Second she, question. Yeah. Instead, she does the whole like most awkward response I've ever heard, which is 24 years, 10 months, and two days. Brilliant. Brilliant. What the fuck? Every decision she makes is worse than the decision before it. Now, does that include the day of the murder or, yeah, yeah. or does after? That, is that counting time served is yeah, really what yeah, that is. Like, like, I was waiting until he got murdered I and I know. figured two days is where I want to. I didn't want to end it on an odd. I don't know the amount of days I've known anything or anyone ever. I can barely know how long I or remember how long I've fucking known you. I don't know how many days I've been alive. Fair. I know how many years, but not how many days. You know what I know? I know 10,000 Days, the album by Tool. <laughs> and I know what it's named after. It's his his mom, how long his mom was in the wheelchair after she got fucking paralyzed. Jesus I know that. Christ, that's grim, Karen. I don't know a fucking other thing. Fucking hell. So long story short, surprisingly, she um, she's fucked. She's super <laughs> fucked. They're like, dude, we, we've got you there. We've got you in the... Same area. Yeah, but they, you know, maybe she just loved him too much. No, 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 no. I mean, she well, loved if she, him too much. Again, plead to the lesser. I am guilty. I'm guilty of loving him too much. Yes. And the financial crimes, but not the murder. Yeah, absolutely. OJ was guilty of, of Dude, loving Nicole too much. The juice. He got off. Yeah. Perfect. And we know he's innocent. And and you gotta just, you know, follow him. Yep. If it'll work for that charming man, it'll work for you. History has proven itself. <laughs> uh, 
they get her on the stand though, and, and like they're fucking. So you're in the same area at the same time in the same fucking six minute window that somebody happened to be shooting your husband with the exact same type of gun that you own. What do you have to say for yourself? And she pulls a fucking Lebowski. Oh. And she goes, that's your version. That's not mine. (laughs) She literally does the whole, yeah, man. Well, that's just like your opinion. (laughs) And lets it hang like a fucking (laughs) fart. Like, nah. You know, if if, uh, if it happened nowadays, she would have, I totally think. She would have used the phrase like, that's not my truth. Yeah, that's, that's not my truth. That's your truth. That's not my truth. I need to tell my truth. This that's is, how this it is needs tea. to be. Yes. This is my tea. Mm-hmm. Turns out the uh, murder weapon, mm-hmm. the she handed over the gun yeah. that she owned yeah. that was registered to her, but not the extra barrel and the extra slide. Those were never found. Okay. Like, they think it's in a river somewhere. She was like, literally... Who knows? They asked her, "Where do you? Th- where are the other barrel? Where's the Where's other the barrel thing that, that we know that you own?" She goes, uh, "Who knows?" I don't think she said it like that. I think she goes, "Oh, who knows?" Either way, it's a brilliant <laughs> turn of phrase. Because that's gonna totally make police be like, "You Again. know what? That checks out. That checks out." You know what? Who does know? Let's go down to the beach. Let's high five. You're good. <laughs> You're fine. Here, you know what? Here's one point four mil. Just go uh, on, you, you rap scallion. Get out of here. <laughs> write, write some more housebrow porn. One of my favorites of hers was the whole, in, in, in a situation, I, I couldn't even defend myself. Oh, yeah, she did say that. Yeah, she She's was like, all, I don't even know how to defend myself. And I'm like, Bull. well, it wasn't defensive. Yeah. First no, of all, yeah. she, she was the aggressor in that. It, it, he was shot in the back. You didn't defend no. shit. Unless she screamed, he's coming right for us. <laughs> In which case, it was defensive and justified. And I also like what she was like, I think your case is held together, qu- quite frankly, with um, Band-Aids. <laughs> Band-Aids. Ba- not There's, spit and tape, listen, but Band-Aids. Lady Goodman had nothing to do with this shit. She was nowhere near there. I epox on your house for bringing in Penny Lane to this shit. Fuck you, lady. That's also uh, what happened. She, uh, she got like eight hours guilty. Fucking guilty. They, they, it took them eight hours? Eight hours. Yeah. Done. Second degree murder. Uh, life in prison. She's yeah. eligible for parole in like 20 some odd years when she's going to be 93. Jesus. Yeah. And like they ended it with- um, I don't feel like that's long enough. I feel like she should have got longer. No, she's going to die in prison. When, when you're old and you commit crimes, yeah. life in prison is not a big deal. I don't know. I'm don't fucking know. old, man. I'm going to die somewhere. Like, oh, I'm going to die. In pr- okay. Like, it does not matter at that point. Yeah. It really doesn't. I don't know. What the fuck is she going to do? At 93? I don't She could still do some damage. No, she can't. She could do know. damage to her hip if she falls. <laughs> That's about it. I don't Probably know. Fucking old person she's, fart. She's a hearty old broad. I feel like, you know, she's a fucking twat. Yeah, she is. I, I liked how <laughs> at the very end they're like, his ashes now rest in a patch. Of Chantel Mushroom. It's Chantilly. Yep, that's what I said. <laughs> that's right. actually, that's where his son sprinkled his ashes. And I think that was really fucking cool since he was such a forager. Yeah, foringer. A forager. Forager Yeah. And that is, uh, <laughs> is episode 61. That's what happened to Chef Daniel Brophy. And and us, we can't get we in trouble We can't get for in that. trouble for telling you that. Because it was, yeah. It wasn't us. It wasn't we us. We weren't in Portland. Nope. Hashtag not me. <laughs> Hashtag mushtat 2020. 
<laughs> we would like to say thank you very much to uh, a couple people, a couple extra people this week, actually. Yes. Um, obviously, thank you to executive producers Chris Moore and Chuck Cumberland. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to uh, uh, content producers Chef Hope, Jeff Teal. And Cody from Michigan. And uh, last week, yes. in the aftermath of everything, we created a new tier of sponsorship, of uh, a patronage, which is the Mensch. Yes, so you can still listen to our Too Hot to Handle exactly, episodes. Exactly, because we did have to move some stuff behind a paywall. And it's too spicy. Yeah, if you want the, the real tea, you can go to patreon.com slash people. And the, uh, the Mensch, we have our first Mensch. Yes. And it's Billy. Billy, thank you thank very you, much. Billy. I don't, I'm now afraid to, you know, do it. I don't know if he wants me to use his full name or not, so you I'm not going to. you salute, though? Yeah, so I'm, just, I'm you, saluting you. He's saluting you. Also, I, I'm guessing you're a soldier? Yes. <laughs> sure. Uh, also, thank you to Gigi. Ah, oh, thank you, Gigi. Who is a, uh, a new Karen. Oh. So thank you, thank you to all. So we have all. a mensch and a Karen. We do. We need some Florida men and some Vaughn Uppities in there. I don't we, think anyone's a Florida man. No, no, they we skipped Florida, right over Florida man well, and went to Vaughn no Uppity. No one wants to be a Florida man. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Come on, That's guys. It, we're, we're taking it back. We are. <laughs> we're taking it back. That's uh, patreon.com slash service entrance people. Please, please, please. Or go to the PayPal's route. Yeah, PayPal at service entrance peeps. Be a peep. Do a one-time donation. Yeah, just the price of a cup of coffee or a million dollars or 1.4 million. That would be great. And I will give you my left hand. (laughs) I promise. Don't forget that you can do us a solid by sending us stuff absolutely free for you. Go to serviceentrancepeople at gmail.com or Facebook, Service Entrance People Podcast, or Instagram at Service Entrance People Pod and send us your stories and we will read them on the air. Obviously, protect your name and places yeah. that you work yeah. because we all got a big no no smack on the nose. Exact Amundo. You can leave a voicemail at 854 345 7721. Speak out your words, people. And thank you very much. Also, do us a favor, uh, rate and review. Five stars, leave words, mash the predictive text button five times. Cinco, cinco times. It helps us move up the charts. So does all of the spins. Thank you very much again for tuning in in droves this week. Yeah, for that hot gossip. Yeah, we appreciate it. And we will talk to you again next week. Pixie, next week's episode is going to be out on Thursday. Okay. Just letting people know. It's going to be out on Thursday. And we're going to be a little late. Yes. We, it's we a got little an extra late. day, but it's going to be out on Thursday. So don't forget to tell your friends, tell a stranger, tell your family members, tell a teen at their very first job to listen to Service Entrance People podcast. I am Boomer. And I'm Pixie. Adios. Adios.